Welcome to Maximize Your Social, actionable advice on how your business can maximize your social media presence. Now, the host of Maximize Your Social, social media author, speaker, consultant, founder of Maximize Social Business, the Social Media Center of Excellence, and the Social Tools Summit, Neil Schaefer. Hi, everybody. This is Neil Schaefer. Welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Social. I am here in Tokyo, Japan, as I promised. However, I'm actually not going to be interviewing a Japanese company or even someone who lives in Japan. I had a chance recently through actually reading the ebook that I wrote on employee advocacy. Dennis Owen from Cathay Pacific is someone who actually reached out to me after reading the ebook, and we started talking about all the amazing things he's been doing at Cathay Pacific Airways, which is headquartered in Hong Kong, for those of you who don't know. For those of you who do business in Asia, I'm quite certain you know of them. And he has a lot of interesting things to share about the experiences at Cathay Pacific about employee advocacy, and I'm sure we'll get into some other things. So without further ado, Dennis, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Neil. And it's really great that we're in a similar time zone, so it's just very easy to coordinate this, right, being here in Tokyo. So, so Dennis, before we start, those that know me, I'm an avid traveler. I just became a one million miler on United Airlines, and living in Japan for 15 years, I did a lot of overseas travel. And, you know, I chose United Airlines. I've worked with Onapon Airways as an influencer. You know, I've done some campaigns for them and what have you. And when I did business in China, which I did frequently, uh, I would always try to fly Onapon Airways to Hong Kong. But if it was the choice between Japan Airlines and Cathay, I always chose Cathay. And flying from Hong Kong into China, I always chose Dragon Air, which is a Cathay subsidiary. So it was really interesting, though, Dennis. On my trip out here, I used my miles to upgrade to business. So I flew United Business on the Dreamliner from LA to Tokyo. Sitting next to me was a flight attendant. And it was a flight attendant that had to fly out to Tokyo to start, you know, to start working out there. So for him, it was sort of, you know, just transportation. But we ended up talking for most of the flight. And he was sharing all these stories about, you know, United Airlines cabin attendants and pilots and all these, you know, hey, how do you how do cabin attendants deal with jet lag? Something I've always wondered. Is it is it melatonin? Is it, you know, do you get used to the time zone before you leave? So we had this, you know, what do pilots think really happened to MH370? So we had a really, really interesting, and I don't know if that's, you know, if these are things that these people should be sharing, you know, in social media or not, that's another story. But I realized that, you know, employees all have amazing stories to tell. And especially if you're a business traveler, you know, cabin attendants, people that work on the airplanes, you know, he says, you know, did you know that on the side here on the Dreamliner, if you press this button, even on the aisle seat, you can actually lower the arm handle. And I did not know that. And no one ever told me. So, you know, you learn all these things. So that's sort of the way I want to introduce today's story. And I'm sure you have a lot of stories to tell about that. But, you know, Dennis, first of all, you're based out of San Francisco. You're now, you know, living in Hong Kong, going back and forth. Tell us about, first of all, how you got involved with Cathay and how you got involved with the employee advocacy program there. Well, how I got involved with Cathay is a, a long story. I'm not going to go fully into that, but I've been with the company for 29 years. So oh, wow. most okay. of that time has been in the United States and San Francisco and Dallas and LA, and I've been in sales and cargo and marketing and uh, moved over here to Hong Kong about a year ago, and uh, I'm working around social media. Currently, I'm, I'm in the marketing team, and my title is manager brand for the company. Uh, August 1, I move over to the corporate communications team, and my title there will be group manager social media. So it will be a, a full-time social media role. Right. For the Cathay Pacific group, which includes Cathay Pacific and Dragonair. So I guess, first of all, is social media currently being run by marketing now and that's going to move to corporate communications or is it more complex than that? 
Well, I think it's more complex than that. Uh, you know, social media has changed a lot over the years. I think, you know, when it first came into existence, it was either in marketing or it was in corporate communications. But it's really touching almost every department within the company. And that's a, a project I've been working on over the last few months is looking at how does social media touch the various departments, such as marketing and corporate communications, sales, operations, reservations, you name it. So it's, yeah, it's more complex than just sitting in one department and is, as you know, it's changing drastically and constantly changes. So it's something you have to stay on top of. Indeed. So you're almost like the center of excellence for Cathay type of, of role. Actually, I am. <laughs> that's how we have it set up. That it always starts with one person, social right? media. <laughs> it said there is a social media center of excellence, and that, that is headed by me. So, uh, yes, correct. Okay, gotcha. Great. So, um, there's obviously, as you said, social. We go from social media to social business. Social is, is you know touches every department. How did you hit upon? I mean, employee advocacy, and I, I know that you mentioned that you had a testimonial on Dynamic Signal, which is one of these, uh, one of the leading, probably the, the leading employee advocacy platform in terms of market share, I believe, in the United States right now. And you had mentioned that you used Dynamic Signal, you had a testimonial. So employee advocacy, in all honesty, is still, I mean, it's not as new as it was a year ago, but it's still very new. I think most companies are looking into how to, how to really launch it, build a program. Um, you've been doing it now for some time. So tell me, how did you come upon the topic how did you convince people internally that this is something that Cathay should do? I mean, let's let's talk about how it all started. Sure. I think that it just goes back to in terms of how I use social media. And, you know, way before we had tools like Dynamic Signal, I was sharing content around Cathay Pacific and Dragonair on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook, depending on what it was. And I was realizing I was getting good reactions to that, different kinds of reactions depending on the channel. But if, you know, on LinkedIn, for example... Uh, we, when I was posting things about Cathay Pacific, I would have people reach out to me that were, were travelers that I didn't know or they weren't aware of the new flight we have from Boston, Hong Kong, for example, things like that. Right. And I realized it's such a great tool to share company stories. And then when I came across Dynamic Signal and, and programs like that, it was just such a natural for me to to realize that this is a great way to share content with through our our own teams through our own people to their family and their friends and i think too particularly now with the the facebook and the algorithms and the organic reach and how that's drastically decreased you we have to look at the other ways to reach audiences and you know one of the things that i was reading in in about advocacy is that you know there's only about a 10 percent overlap uh, so it's a 90% right. is brand new audiences. And particularly, I think being based here in Asia, you know, we've got people have friends, they've got family, that they travel a lot. And um, so it's an opportunity to share those messages in a more personal way. So when you first said that internally to your superiors, what was their reaction? In marketing, I had a very good reaction from my boss to be quite honest i had uh, showed the dynamic signals that had a three-minute video and i showed it to him and i said you know i said it's something i think we should try and uh, he wanted me to present that there was a director's meeting the next week and he looked at me and said can you present that and i said sure so you know I, I did that and at that level it's not quite as known what internal brand advocacy is so there's you know there was some education going on but having said that 
it's you know it's a it's something that we did in marketing and and started reaching out to our own internal audience to to share the stories and i think the main reason i wanted to do it, it because it timed very nicely to our new brand campaign which is called life all traveled mm. and as an airline employees we we travel we have the opportunity to travel for free so right. we ourselves live lives well traveled and People are interested in travel. People like to talk about travel. They'd like to see photos. And I thought, what a great opportunity to tie internal brand advocacy to this new brand campaign, Life All Traveled. So it's, it's been a really nice fit. And, you know, yeah, and thinking about that fit, I'm just thinking, you know, I mean, back when we had Pan Am back in the day, I still remember. I just aged myself. Uh, I remember him too. <laughs> yeah, and TWA and National Airlines and all the rest of them. You know, there was probably an American airline that flew to, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 different countries. But probably right now compared to Cathay, I mean, how many countries does Cathay fly to? You, you fly like 100 different countries? or You fly all over Asia, Europe, North America. We're a global airline. Yeah, I mean, more than I think more than any other American airline. I, obviously, you're not you're you're based in Hong Kong, but um, so I think that life well traveled. If you're really traveling a lot, visiting all the countries, at some point, you know, even if you live in the states, if you want to go through Asia, you're probably connecting in Hong Kong and getting on a Cathay Pacific flight, right? A lot of the time. Absolutely. So, so yeah, yes. so that makes a lot of sense. And so in that meeting, and, and obviously, I don't want you to share anything you shouldn't be sharing about your internal company, you know, meetings, but was there any pushback? Or was everybody pretty much, you know, let, let's give it a try. It's a, it's a small budget. Let's see what happens. Or anybody who doesn't yeah. understand social, and the, there's always in the executive team, the few that don't get social, they don't use it themselves, sure. they don't see the yeah. ROI. No, I don't think there was pushback. I think there might have been just some lack of understanding of what it is. I think you know, social media is new to a lot of people, I would say, particularly at the higher levels of companies. They, yes. and the good news is they know it's important and mm. they want to try new things. So there was no hesitancy in, in having this put in place for the company. So when you started, so that, that's great. And, and I think in the United States that we're, you know, social media is a mainstream communication channel now. Everybody knows that. And I think we're pretty much, when I talk to other people doing employee advocacy programs, it, it's pretty similar. That, that pushback is less and less these days to at least start. Yes. So tell me about how you decided to start. You know, how did you decide to reach out to what type of employee or get others involved? What was sort of that planning process? Sure. I think in, in my, my first thought was going to talk to our flight attendant group first, because they're the ones that travel the most. And then I also reached out to our ground staff, because again, they travel. But even, even people here in, in, the, in the, what I'll call the back office, the head office, um, we travel as well. So I initially was just going to try this in Hong Kong first, mm -hmm. but we put it on our, our intra, int, intranet page and it ended up being that we not only got people from Hong Kong, but we got people from other ports around the world, too, which was totally fine to, to try that because I wanted to see where this would be the most effective. And, I, and unfortunately, you know, it's been effective in, in other places besides Hong Kong. And I think the other thing that's been surprising is not only where it's been successful, but the type of person that's been successful. Well, I thought it was going to be the flight attendants, and we do have some on it, but our, uh, our number... One guy that shares is an engineer, and our number two gentleman is out of our Mumbai Customer Service Center, and they are really, really strong advocates. And these are people that we I didn't even know was out there. Right. 
So that's the, that's the other thing that's, that's great about a tool like this. You can find out very quickly who's social media savvy and who are those brand advocates that we just didn't know were promoting us the way they were. And we've now given them a tool to be even better at that. Well, let me ask you, I mean, because you're such a global company, and, and this may not be relevant for all American countries, but you know, in China, obviously, unless you have a VPN, you can't access Facebook and Twitter. And obviously, the social networks there are going to be different. You have the WeChats, the Weibo's. Yes. And most, yes. most American tool companies cannot. So you're, you're actually also being promoted on networks that you can't even measure, right? Yes, yes. Now, fortunately for us, the dynamic signal tool does allow Weibo. Okay, that's great. Uh, so that, that does help. And that was one of the main reasons I chose them. Mm. In, in, I mean, obviously, being based here in Hong Kong, China is a massive market for us with the 20 cities that Dragonair flies to. So right. I definitely want to grow that in that particular market, too. Now, I think in the future, you'll see these internal brand advocacy programs change and evolve. And I'm hopeful that uh, WeChat will be included in there at some point because that's, that's the major yes. network in China. And well, I'll look forward to that day. So basically everything above that you can't measure is sort of icing on the cake. It's, it's out there and yes. it's all good. So. Yes. so when you started, did you offer, and this is a, a common topic of debate, you know, do we gamify it? Do we offer rewards? Or was it very much organic? You're all fans of Cathay. You're all doing amazing things at job. Uh, you know, you're already probably sharing with your friends anyway. Here's a way to make it easy to share. Was that sort of the approach? Well, what we did, I mean, as an airline, we, we've got little airline giveaways, different type of items that people can buy. So we did have those. There's a point system that uh, when you share, you, you get a number of points. Right. So you get those points and then you can get these items. And we've, what we've also done, and it's, I will definitely do this in the future, is we'll do some type of quarterly contests. So in the first six months of the trial, we have the Rugby Sevens here in Hong Kong every March. Mm -hmm. And so we are big sponsors. Cafe Pacific is a big sponsor of that. And we got some tickets to that. And we use that as part of this internal brand advocacy program just to incentivize people to share. And we had a massive spike in terms of the shares during that particular period. So that, you know, just made me realize that, you know, just keep it interesting and people keeping sharing, we'll probably do something like that once a quarter. And it's it's the same as external social media. Keep it interesting, have campaigns that yes. shake it up and engaging. So, And, you know, it's funny yes. because as an airline, I mean, I was showing the cabinet on United, hey, this is the passport holder I got last time when I flew business on United to, you know, celebrate the new Dreamliner. And, and this time they were giving away PGA socks because they were sponsoring a PGA tournament. So, you know, you had these Argyle socks that you could wear in the cabin. And I'm just thinking there's probably lots of, as an airline, you're creating lots of these things that you could give away, right, internally. But, yes. but for other companies out there, and employee advocacy, especially for B2B companies that are, that are embarking on social selling, it becomes really critical. But what sort of things can you give away? And I like the idea of sponsorships, because even, you know, the oracles of the world and, and the B2B companies are also sponsoring lots of different, you know, sports or events. And, and those are perfect things to give away as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be anything massively expensive, to be honest right, with you. Right. I mean, we just had a, a, a strategy session on this last week with the team about how do we scale this now that we've got this going? How do we scale this over the next year? Mm. And when you're a global company, it becomes even harder to figure out, okay, what, what's, 
what might be valuable and easy to give away here in Hong Kong, like a rugby seven ticket. What do you do in, in the United States or India where people can't necessarily use that? But, you know, it could be something as simple as Starbucks cards. You know, there's Starbucks everywhere. Sure, <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. You know, you, you could do something like that or, or, or some other kind of global company. So I think it's it's a matter of just having something fun for people. It, like I said, it doesn't have to be super expensive because I think people that are that are going to get involved with internal brand advocacy are already sharing things and they find the joy of that worth it as well. We're not going to get people in internal brand programs that aren't on social media. They're, they're the ones that are already there, the ones that are excited about something like this. Essentially, like these first two gentlemen I was talking about that, that share the most, they were just so excited right? that there was now a tool to help them to be able to share the brand messages. That's awesome. So, uh, let me ask you, and, and I know a lot of other people are listening, are wondering about, you know, um, for lack of a better word, KPIs. So I actually did a, mm. a, a Dynamic Signal webinar with the director of social for Pitney Bowes and how they're using Dynamic Signal and about their employee advocacy program. And the number of people that are probably part of the program as a proportion of your total employee base I'm going to assume is less than 1%. I don't know how much this you can share publicly, but, right. but that's correct, right? Yeah. It's less than, but, but obviously, that less than 1%, though, can be a huge, in, in terms of amplification, can be a huge number. Yes. So, so can you tell me, first of all, on average, how many articles or how many posts are you putting out there through Dynamic Signal asking employees to share? On a, is it like once a week? Is it every day? Oh, no. No, it's more than that. In fact, I think even Dynamic Signal was quite shocked at how many submissions were coming in because I my uh person on my team that was doing this <laughs> she was even working on the weekends trying to keep up with all the posts wow. that, the, the, that were being submitted and I went to dynamic signal I said you know is it normal and he said no that's not normal at all so people have been really super engaged but again I think it's the topic it's travel it's not just yeah topics around Catholic Pacific and Dragonair, but it's also about the destinations that we fly to and those hidden places that nobody knows about. And just, you know, the, the 10 best beaches in Southeast Asia, these are the kind of things that, that tie very, very well to our life will traveled campaign. So mm -hmm. while it doesn't necessarily relate specifically to the airline, I don't think we, we want just that, you know, and I don't think there is any magic formula that my, my theory is, you know, it should be about 25, 30% company news and the rest of it should be travel related or local travel related. That was another question I had for you. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's plenty of content out there that, that people are interested in. And uh, so that, that has not been hard in, in terms of getting people to submit stories. So for that 25% of content, then that's content created by your team for people to share. Well, actually, no. And that's the other funny thing. It's um, when you look at a company like Cathay Pacific, we tend to be fairly understated. We're not a company that's out there bragging about ourselves, but there are other entities talking about us all the time in terms of awards that we've gotten mm. or the new services. So I haven't found that that's been a real problem of finding content around Cathay Pacific and Dragonair. And sure, we have our own content as well as we will definitely share that. Like I said, with the Life Will Travel campaign, We've got our own, you know, Instagram programs out there around crew diaries, for example, mm -hmm. and that's our own crew talking about the places they go to and the hidden finds. So we'll share that definitely on the the dynamic signal tool. But um, there's other, there's plenty of other entities out there talking about the airlines. 
You are in a luxurious pool swimming in content, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'm lucky. <laughs> Which is a great place to be, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, we're near the end of the podcast. I like to keep these, you know, relatively short and sweet. I want to ask you, is there any, in terms of the ROI or in terms of, you know, any, any data, any numbers that you could share publicly about, you know, what the successes have been so far? And then finally, sure. uh, any recommendations you have for other companies just based on what you've seen of how to, I mean, it sounds like, because of the brand and because of the industry and because of your global reach, you naturally were able to tap into very, you didn't have to beg people to submit content, right? But for other companies, it might be a little bit different. So if you had any advice as well, yeah. in addition to that data, that'd be a great way to end the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think in terms of the ROI, I'll tell you a couple of things. I like the, the dynamic, dynamic signal dashboard because it gives you a sense of what's being shared, how many clicks, what are the reshares, what are the comments. And it's been really, really valuable for me to be able to see what kind of content resonates the best. Mm -hmm. And yes, Company News is great. Our number one shared post was really about around Life Will Traveled when it first came out, which, again, that was perfect for me because it's exactly why I wanted to do this, obviously. Right. So the, the dashboard does give you some, some good statistics now on, on ROI and impressions created. I think also just a, a side story is the gentleman in India, Sahil is his name, and he is probably the happiest man on the planet. He just has one of those great personalities. And he was saying that when he started with this program, he started sharing this content. We're, we're, not, we're not a low-cost carrier. We're a premium carrier. And he said in the beginning, he was sharing these things, and his friends were saying, oh, why should I fly Cathay Pacific? You know, there's low-cost carrier options. But as he shared, he got people actually to understand that there is value in paying a bit more for the product. Mm. And uh, a couple of his friends booked a ticket. So, I mean, that's exactly what we want. You know, we want people to understand that we're a premium airline and there's value in terms of, of flying on Cathay Pacific and Dragonair. So I think those were, you know, that's a, it's a great story that I just wanted to share. Mm. I think if I were another company and starting, like I said, I think it's travel is a good one because lots of people like to talk about travel. But if I was in right. a, another type of business, I would probably start looking at what news is interesting to our clients, our customers, and not just internal news, but, but get out there and look and see what other people are saying about your brand. I think it's really valuable when you are able to share stories from other people, not the brand, because, you know, your statistics are now showing it's, it's what people say. They, they believe more than the actual brand. So find content that is out there about your brand and share that. It doesn't have to come specifically from your own company. Which also helps you you know, fill up, for lack of a better word, editorial calendar. You don't have to have the burden of content creation on yourself, right? There's a whole exactly. world of knowledge exactly. out there. That's great advice. Yes. You know, yes. Dennis, as I'd say, whenever I do an interview, we could probably spend an hour talking. But unfortunately, <laughs> I know you have work to do, I have work to do. But I've really enjoyed our conversation, and I know that those listening have gotten a lot out of it. Dennis, how can, if people want to, you know, learn more about what Cathay is doing with your program or find out more about Cathay, about you, is there a a website or a Twitter handle or any place you'd recommend people go to? Um, my Twitter site is at Dennis Owen, which is simple, D-E-N-N-I-S-O-W-E-N. -E and you can also find me on LinkedIn at Cathay Pacific, too. Great. Dennis, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Neil. Well, I'm going to sign out here from Tokyo, Japan, via Skype with Hong Kong. So globally speaking, wherever you are in the world today, make it a great social day. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you.
Thanks for listening to Maximize Your Social. We appreciate all of your iTunes subscriptions, ratings, and comments. If you would like to appear on the show or recommend content, please contact Neil Schaefer at neil at maximizeyoursocial.com. Please also make sure to check out Neil's new community, the Social Media Center of Excellence, at socialmediacoe.com, as well as Neil's social media conference, the Social Tools Summit, which will be in San Francisco on October 27 and 28.